Hello and welcome to Unnatural 20s, a comedy podcast where we leave the fate of each episode up to the rolls of a D20. My name is Caitlin and I will be the DM of this episode, which means I will be the one rolling a dice. Joining me today in my blood oath of friendship that we call a podcast are my two best friends. Scooting by in her converse with her hair swooshed so far over you only see one eye, it's... Hey, what's up? It's Cassie. Did you say blood oath? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And yes. B- what exactly do you mean by blood oath? Like, I feel not, like we like, just joined Machine Gun Kelly's engagement proposal option. Like, are we now tied in too? I'm you just in a striped shirt. have already drank my blood. You didn't know that, but that drink water... Drink your blood. Yep. You drank wow. my blood. That's how we become one Fuck. in our blood oath. Um, but yes, that is my friend Cassie and peeking from under her curly veil with piercing eyes, almost as sharp as her words. It's Hey, what's up? Uh, yeah. Always got that curly hair trying to swoop it as much as I can though. It's books. Yeah. I feel this like I should. was so hard for the curly hair people. I should mention that I was that curly haired kid who flat ironed only her bangs. Hey, <laughs> me too. So proud. I did that I'm too. so proud of <laughs> both of you. Me. For years, it just witnessed me have dry, flat iron bangs that swooped over my eyes and curly wet hair. You are <laughs> one of us, and it's okay. One we were all us. we were all there. <laughs> and my fellow emo friends, I have the best news for you. Have you heard about the when we were young concert uh, in Vegas? Oh yes. I I literally have not escaped this like lineup and everyone talking about it since like it's been announced. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's our opportunity to talk about it too because not enough people are talking about it. We gotta no. add to we, it. We have to add to it. Um. So some of the sixty performers that are going to be performing at that when we were young concert in Vegas included Day to Remember, Mayday Parade, Boys Like Girls, Amberlynn, Paris, which is with a V, uh, My Chemical Romance, and Paramore. So basically, these are just a couple of the few. Mm -hmm. And this is like our childhood. All just getting on stage at at one time, which seems like uh, impossible. Because there are 60 bands, Mm -hmm. 12 hours, impossible. Uh, It's a dream, but also some people don't think it's going to be actually real because it's if every band apparently were to play, they'd only get a 12 minute set. So it's like people think it's going to be like the new Firefest because it's just it just can't happen. I believe I believe in the power of pop punk. These two, do they not know the power of pop punk mashups? Also, we can throw three bands on the stage at the same time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Mashups are totally able to happen. And also like the difference between the power pop punk the pop punk genre and other genres is they're very much will make things happen regardless of whether you say it's possible or not so like unlike Firefest, they could it's be told that like hey we have nothing set up this is actually gonna flop don't even bother coming out and they're still gonna fly out and find some sort of power source to plug in their amps and shit and make a show happen so you're right terminal Us- terminal also, the people going to this are the champs. It's not going to take ten minutes to Stay set champs. up a pit. Yeah, okay. They're just gonna they're, they're gonna say they're gonna strum that one chord, and everybody's gonna instantly start forming the pit. Mm-hmm. They don't need to spend the time to be like form a pit as they just play a guitar to get everyone hyped for it. Like, all you know, going to be going. It's My Chemical Romance need one piano chord and that's it mm-hmm. and they got people screaming, jumping up and down. We know they exactly what play songs more. playing. We can all finish the lyrics if we wanted. But also, as book says, if it doesn't happen, we all just meet in this empty fairground or wherever it is, mm-hmm. and we just all press press play on our phones on these songs at the exact same time, and then we got our own concert. I we think it happen. it's emo night. It's emo night. We're, We're just gonna night. bond just... over our shared pain and trauma and love for emo music. I've, I love that. I love that. And we'll all be around the same age too. Yes, <laughs> we'll be all this shit Which... pretending we can still do the festivals. Which brings me to my next point, which have you guys seen how much the tickets cost? Yeah. Oh, yes. I saw that today, actually. Yeah, and um, it, it hurt. It hurt a lot. Okay. But so the can I are, tell the tell the ticket price first? The tickets are $225 for this 12 hour concert. Okay, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. here uh-huh. is the thing we need to consider. We live okay. within driving distance of this venue location. Think of yeah. all those poor emo kids yeah. who live in fucking New Hampshire. And the tickets are $225 and your plane tickets like $400. It's rough when for them. you think also, about gas, that. Gas is expensive though. Cost is not so bad. We got a carpool. When you're splitting glass like five ways. Not so bad. Not so bad. All right. So you guys are sold on this. Like tickets and everything. You, you guys are in? 
I'm there. This is but probably my only chance to see a few artists. Yeah. This is the only this is the only thing that could get me back to Vegas. Mm-hmm. This is the one and only thing. Okay. All right. Well, you're you're in. You're in for this. So today we're going to be looking at a deeper look into our emo past and in between roles and finding our dark hearts within. But before we do that, why don't we tell you what we do here each week? So every week we are going to be making our way through a list of 20 talking points guided by our DM and the roles of our D20. Today the DM is me. And send in your questions or questions on social media at Unnatural20s or email Unnatural20s at gmail.com to be part of our adventure. Remember number 10 on our dice is your question or quest. Today I will be rewarding our party members Cassian Books with experience points when they do something cool and deal out hit points when they make me sad or mad. Now it's time to put on your bows, lace up your Doc Martens, and talk about some misery business. Tell me, guys, how have you failed this past week? Best fail oh, intro ever. I'm sorry. Yeah, that <laughs> one went so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I need a minute. We've never had such a good one, everyone. I feel everyone like I can't follow up with a real fail because that was a success. My fail doesn't deserve it. Yeah. Like, I didn't go hard enough to earn that transition. I, I, I definitely should have like saved a, a top fail for this. Should I go first? I feel like mine like rolls into this one. Do it. Go for it. Okay. I had some really greasy hair, guys. <laughs> and um, I really just wanted to fix this. So I had some new hair product and I was like, I need to go to a professional meeting for the first time in a long time and not even meet with anyone. I need to get go into an office, get a piece of paper signed and leave. That's all I have to do. But it was a really nice office. So I wanted to make sure I didn't look like a greasy monster like I am. So I tried this new product, hair product that I have, and I sprayed it on my hair and I was like, okay, it's going to be fine. It's going to dry. I um, left to go to this office to make this transaction. And what I realized is I touched my hair. It got a million times greasier than it was to begin oh, with. No. Perfect. And so Perfect. I looked like I had a fucking oil spill on my head. <laughs> <laughs> and at this point, I've already reached the destination. I was running a couple minutes late because I went to the wrong like address for the first time. So there was no turning back. I had to go, oil and all, into this office. Man. And I, all I could do was fucking slick it like with my, just like brushing my hand on it and just like being like, okay, here we go. It's <laughs> oh, like, no. and I walked into this fancy office that honestly the fanciest office I've ever been to in my life mm-hmm. looking like a little grease ball. And um, that's my fail. Maybe, maybe they I, thought it was just like wet. Like you had just gone out of the shower and ran out. The no, door. you could tell. Oh no. <laughs> you, yeah. Maybe did it look like that tub of jail that like all the guys mm. used in like the early two thousands, you know, like when they put that shit in their hair? It the LA looked- looks or whatever, that big old tub that's blue shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, that yeah. blue thick ass gel. It did look like gel, but it also looked like it was dry and flaky. Mm. Because this that's what fun. the that's what the product did. It like got all weird and flaky and also looked wet. And it was like yeah. Like, oh, you, you! This is a nasty person right here. This person, this person has bugs in their hair, probably. I uh, once went a whole day without realizing that my new hair product caused my hair to flake like I had the worst case of dandruff yep. ever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and I have jet black hair. Yeah, and I just walked around for a whole day with huge white flakes. Like I looked like I had a really bad, bad time. No, <laughs> yeah, no exactly. Okay. 17 feet just like the, your um your bat your your what is it called i don't know <laughs> tahoe Where, where'd you go oh <laughs> yes like tahoe the 17 feet that ruined my honeymoon got it make it all the there it is, there it is. that's a fucking okay, hold deep on. pool take it in take it that's in. a deep pool yeah, hold on <laughs> 17 feet just like your honeymoon huh? i can go into my fail not as not as emo fitting or greased up hair that covers your face or anything like that my semester started for school And so I taught my first classes this last week and my very first class was at 7 a.m. And normally I like to like kind of map out like, okay, where's my classroom? Get there a little bit early, make sure, you know, like life is on track and I'm not starting off, you know, just on the wrong foot. But I actually knew the building that my class was in. I've previously taught in this building. So it's like, I don't need to get there super early because I know exactly where this building is and there's no like gonna be no trouble so i got there like 15 minutes early and i get to the building i walk in from like the entrance and the number starts at like 174 and i'm walking and the numbers are going down and i'm a bit concerned because my room is 191 and so this isn't the right Mm -hmm. thing and i like finally reach this little like cross section where they have a little directory with like 
the room numbers like they do in hotels. And I'm standing there and it says rooms 170 through 198 are back the way I came. And I'm like, that's not possible because I just came through the entrance and the first room I passed was 176 and I got all the way down to 171. So there's no way it's there. And I noticed that there's a student there who also just looks very lost and is staring at the same sign as me. And so I turned to him and I'm like, are you looking for like one of the 190 classrooms? And he's like, yeah, and I can't find it. And I was like, yeah, I'm supposed to teach in one of those real soon and I can't find it either. So like we can try to find it together. But then, and mind you, it's 7 a.m., so no one's in this building working. But I remember on the third floor, there's an IT office that opens early because in case the instructors need help with their computers and shit. And so I'm like, hold on, wait here. I'm going to run up to the third floor and see if the IT person can lead us to our classroom. So I go up there and the IT person, not very helpful. I ask him where the 190 rooms are and he goes, it's in the other wing. And shuts down. And I'm like, where the fuck is the other wing? There's another wing here? And he just kind of waves. And so I'm like like, standing there confused. I'm like, where is the other wing? And he just waves his hand behind him and goes back to his computer screen. Like, thank you for your excellent help, my dude. And so I go back downstairs. And now this one kid has gathered seven other students who are also lost. And so I say, does anyone know where the other wing to this building is? And they're all like, no, I thought this was the only building. And I was like, I did too. Let's go on an adventure. I have three minutes till my class starts. And now I'm just looking for a building with no name that supposedly is a wing for this one. Um, And I've tried six locked doors in the building adjacent to us. Like there's three buildings surrounding us and we're just trying everyone with all the doors. Um, So I was four minutes late to my first class and finally found it. Led all these students late to their classes too (laughs) because I'm a dumbass professor who didn't know. The wing, not a separate wing. You would think wing would be like building like to the left or right, like running not parallel Mm. to it. No, it was across the way. It was just a different fucking building that they didn't bother to label with a new name. So they decided to call it like the new wing of this building. It was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. Um, And then my whole lecture was off because I just ran into this room frazzled and out of breath, panting behind my mask and like Uh. (laughs) wanting to cry. So, And I just looked like an idiot leading seven students around trying all these locked doors. To be fair, it is all this IT person was a complete asshole and and deserves to be um, to chew on some gum and then have it had no flavor because he's that mean of a person. He is that savage. mean of a person. Yeah. Real savage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I was. I do love that you did gather lost children and <laughs> took them on a little field trip. Like you little lost duckling style gathered them up and just let them about. Well, I came down and it was just, I thought it was just going to be the one student chilling out. And he was like, they're all lost too. And I was like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> let's go. As a student, those were my favorite days. When something like that went wrong, like that made the day more exciting. I was all about that. That's bonding for all the kids. Yeah. And I for you but bonding for the kids bonding Um, for all the kids and i feel like they were just kind of like this professor must not be a great one but she's here with us so none of them were in your class oh two were okay there you go so that's how you bond you Uh bond with trauma yeah we got to all walk in together and then i had to apologize because the rest of my class did find the classroom just fine they were they were there. Well, they're <laughs> well, they should have emailed everybody. Okay, that's they, on them. Yeah, they're meanies. They're mean kids. Um, my fail. Speaking of mean kids, our little baby boy was a meanie at the park. Oh no, uh, not really. He was he was a meanie in that the fact that he was such a good boy, he made me look like the asshole parent oh. for shit talking him. Because he was he he came in rowdy as hell, and I was like, oh no, he was trying to make new friends, and he came in real hot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's a little selfish boy and he wanted to keep all the balls to himself. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to make him like, I was like, no, you can't keep this ball. You got to share. I was trying to teach him a life lesson, bring up this little <laughs> kid the right way. And so, you know, I made him sit down 
And then I told him to stay, and then I kicked the ball so the other dogs can go get it. And he actually stayed there and didn't run after it, which he rarely does, especially when there's other dogs around. So everybody was like, oh my god, what a good boy. And I was like, oh no, like don't let him fool you, he's an asshole. And they're like, I think you underestimated oh. him. And I was, oh. like, I was like, you don't live with him. Oh. I can attest, but this dog is an asshole. Like, that's a miracle. <laughs> Sweet boy. He's an precious, asshole. Precious little pup, but an asshole. He went, he straight up took this ball out of the other dog's mouth. This was a new dog and he just ripped it out of the mouth. Yeah. I was like, I can't be having this. So, but the whole time at the park, I was like, man, I feel like I like, you know, when you like as a parent, you're like, there's a strict parent. Mm-hmm. They're like, man, this is the one who doesn't see the potential in their kid. And I was like, you don't know my real asshole child. Yeah. Yeah. You feel like the parent who's like over punishing on every little mistake when really it's like the one time mm-hmm. they've actually done something right. like i don't need perfection out of him i just don't want him to you know literally rip stuff out of other dog's mouth and possibly get attacked yeah your dog deserves to also have fun i'm trying to help you out so (laughs) you just don't understand how much of a dick he is (laughs) it is a problem too because he's kind of smaller and he looks very Mm -hmm. like innocent like he's got like these little perky ears and stuff he just the other problem is is this dude so the one this ball was a problem at one point the dog did try to like you know go after him a bit so the dog was like snarling at him on top of him and he would not let go of the ball you could tell he was scared but he was like i'll die for ball gosh dang it this is fine this is fine i will be attacked and overpowered but i'm gonna get this damn ball (laughs) you can't rip me up you will never rip this ball out of my mouth this ball dies with me over my dead body he's taking it a little too literally Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah yeah he sure is that's that's our little boy that's nelson boy. nelson at bad boys at law should be very clear which one out. it is <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i cannot imagine your little nervous anxious boy fighting over a ball to the point of being like under someone yeah no he just makes little gremlin noises yeah <laughs> they both are gremlins <laughs> all right i think it's time for us to go into our adventure and for us to roll all right we rolled an a four which is reading corner can you guys tell me a good a good little tidbit of read could you could you what emo voice is this is this emo mrs doubtfire (laughs) could you i was picturing emo leprechaun yeah yeah it's a little leprechaun but then it it kind of it had a more sweet tone it did i just need to take this pie that's the oven (laughs) i just need to take your pot of gold yeah yeah tell me your reading corner (laughs) Uh, I can I can share mine, and uh, this is a recipe review. And the recipe review is: I cannot comment the taste of this sauce. It was cooling, and I ran a short errand. In the meantime, my eight-year-old Labrador Retriever Jake, who had never ever bothered anything in the kitchen, somehow got the pot off the cooktop and ate the whole, all of the sauce. The worst part is that I had tripled the recipe. So Jake ate three pounds of bolognese sauce. I am certain he would rate the sauce a five, however, because it was entirely gone. We had to go out for dinner, but I will try to make this recipe again and not leave it unattended. Uh, Jake, P.S. Jake is completely fine and very full. (laughs) (laughs) We could have had a read along with this. What? I brought this as my reading corner as well. This is a banger of a reading corner. I have another one. Wait, I can go back. I have a backup. No, I I also have a backup. Okay. <laughs> so you get that one. But it was a very good one. So good that I tried to do it too. <laughs> it's the bullet. This has never happened. I know. <laughs> Especially not in reading corner. Oh my God. Well, no, I do love this one. It's a very good review. And I think all reviews should tell such a beautiful story like this one did yes. tell. And then there has to be a good dog that, you know. All of you should have a good dog. dog and also love the update that Jake is fine. Yes. That Jake relieved me because had the review not included that, I wouldn't have um, read it. Like for my reading corner, I would have been very disappointed. But like, but how was your puppy? He ate triple, like eight servings of bolognese sauce. Can They can't eat bolognese sauce, apparently. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's fitting that this is the one that you guys matched up on. Like, if there's any reading quarter, it's got dog, it's got pasta. It's got, like, yeah. It's the two combinations. It's a solid. Solid review. It's, it's a solid. <laughs> That's what Jake said, too, mm-hmm. when it came out. When what? What? Are you talking about his poop? Yep. Mm-hmm. It's a solid. Bring, I, read your other thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay, it's my turn now. Read your other one. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Mine comes from an article 
And it says, the Emperor's New Groove screenwriter, David Reynolds, who, uh, parentheses Caitlin here, is also the writer of Finding Nemo, um, describes how after being given a heads up by a friend working in the studio that archives would eventually come ask for the movie's final script for record-keeping purposes. Reynolds had no real script to offer. Though the, the though the Emperor's new group was already in theaters, the scenes in the movie were comp- comprised of various moments from unbound pages that were around in the sense that had they had existed. And this is a quote: "They had a couple interns just t- all take turns with pages, put them out, put them into a document, and then they wrote interstitials and they slapped them their name on it." So Reynolds said, "This is the honest to God truth." the first and only draft of the emperor's new groove was handed in two weeks after the movie was in theaters <laughs> End quotes. how is it such a banger of a movie if it was pieced together right? because the interns really want the jobs and they got the good ass jokes Damn. and they were like really came in with their hot post- post-it notes putting these on the actual script and being like hey say this this david spade <laughs> does kind of fit though but like it's got so many brilliant little like moments this movie is a gem oh yes the poison it's made up of a bunch of good the poison quips. from cusco Quips. cusco's poison <laughs> cusco's poison i want to know who these interns turns are and like where they are now because i mean oh, they're, 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 they're doing great things oh they have to because they they made an emperor's new groove and you better believe that they were probably unpaid <laughs> you fun fact believe it i use that like little I guess meme because it's not a moving clip of uh, them saying Cusco's poison, the poison for Cusco. In uh, every English lecture, when I talk about repetition to make your essay longer, how it doesn't actually sound better. (laughs) It only works in animated films. And now you must attribute that to an unpaid intern. Yes. Yes. Let the people know every time that that was an unpaid intern who just threw that down on a page. Uh And then your whole whole lecture shifts into um, how interns need to be paid. How you don't accept unpaid internships. Don't accept unpaid (laughs) internships and also writing is a like a thankless career. So maybe. (laughs) Give them some real life lessons. That's three in one. (laughs) There you go. I'm gonna bring one. It's um, a tweet from Wraith LaFrance, and um, it's regarding, I think they pulled it, I'm, I'm going to say they pulled it directly from a Reddit thread. It should be Reddit gro- Goblin Cleavage, and this one is pinned by moderator. This subreddit is for artwork of goblins being cleft into, being cleft into by adventurers with heavy weaponry. This is not a place for sexually explicit pictures of goblins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because it's goblin goblin cleavage cleavage yeah so no titties <laughs> is what they're saying we want them being cut in two this is specifically for goblins being cut in two fuck yeah i love that the moderator was like fuck this is not what i made this for you need but to go honestly, to the other th- thread of goblins with cleavage yes <laughs> but it's exactly what i thought i saw goblin cleavage and i was like goblin titties yeah <laughs> that's exactly where my nope. head went and then when you like read the moderator i was like why wouldn't they they're asking for goblin titties you you actually do want goblin titties. You don't know this. You want the goblin titties. You're really after I, the goblin titties. It take, took me longer to figure out what, like, cleavage, like, cleaving, like... Yeah. It took me longer to put that together than the boobies. It That's should be cleaved yeah. goblins or, you know, like, Ooh. yeah, cleft... I don't know what the proper tense is. I don't really Books use that. With the, yeah. With some <laughs> we need an unpaid intern to tell us. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, thank you for bringing us this good uh, reading corners, guys. Uh, books... Yeah, you did bring the same one that I was going to bring today. Luckily, I had a very good backup. Um, but I will be giving you 50 points for your good pasta sauce and Jake. <laughs> Jake eating that good pasta sauce. Well, we're really connected Cassie, this time. Cassie, you brought us the boobies. Goblin, um, boobies. goblin boobies. But not being cut in half. And mm-hmm. you know what looks great when it's cut in half? 88. Fact. <laughs> it's true. Fact. 88 points. That's a fact. There yeah. you go. Yep. I did that. Um... <laughs> Almost looks like a boob. It, yes, you cut it in half, and now it's four boobies. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Well, we've made it to the in-betweeners, guys. This is the time in between rolls, and for our first roll, I need both of you. You are actually going to get up, and you're going to go into your bathroom, and you're going to grab eyeliner. And I need you to come back. I'm scared. scared. You got it. Black eyeliner, if possible. That's all I have. I have no other. <laughs> now that we have obtained our eyeliner. 
we have a very important mission in front of us mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. emo we have all mastered the point the the art the artistry of making that good emo eye we have oh, no. so I- <laughs> <laughs> yeah we have uh-huh. yeah we have books we have to an extent of perfect in our own way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> I just thought that the, the you thicker, cry. the more, yes. the more eyeliner, the better is what I went exactly. by. Exactly. And books, you're exactly right. I need you both to make the most symmetrical. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't, I'm not going to say that word again, but you need to make both your eyes look about even. And I need you to make the thickest eyeliner that you can in just 10 seconds on both eyes no no mirrors no mirrors both eyes you want 10 seconds we're gonna poke an eye out yeah Yeah. i also have to like take my glasses (laughs) go ahead and pre-take your glasses off pre-prep oh my god oh look books is coming here already hot and ready i know damn i'm blind she's already got a base level going (laughs) wait i don't have any eyeliner on yeah you do no i don't Okay. Why are your eyelashes <laughs> so dark? What the fuck? I have jet no. black hair. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> what? I have no makeup on right now. There's nothing there. Wow. Well, you look fucking beautiful. Uh, thank you. I thought you had a lot of makeup on right now, and I hate you so much. <laughs> I'm such a gross a grublet right now, but thank you. This feels uh, very nice. All right. Now back to it. And your time starts in. Are you ready? No. Ready. I was born ready. Set. This is liquid. I'm so scared. Go. <laughs> She's scary with, with liquid. Oh, oh, oh my god, this cat you're doing so horribly. You're doing so good. Wow, books. Oh, books is actually doing quite well. Oh, it's 14 seconds to stop. <laughs> Books actually did fine. <laughs> Cassie, no, I on. did it. <laughs> wow, that's some <laughs> real thick eyeshadow <laughs> or eyeliner. Oh, Cassie, I will be honest. <laughs> it looks perfect. Yours isn't even thick. <laughs> it's perfect. It's like first, number one. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I'm just gonna sit here, and make it thick. Go ahead, shit talk while I make my eyeliner thick. Okay. You know, I'm sorry. I you got to use the liquid one. The liquid one just really smears it all over. So, books, I am going to put you as our winner, as as the thickest girl in the bunch. Um, so, I am going to give you an additional fifty points for being so damn thick, Cassie. You just got to be a little more dramatic because when you're mm-hmm. dramatic at heart, you need the thick, thick eye uh, eyeliner. So when you cry, everyone really knows how devastated you are. Yes. It's been a while. I have I I got to work my way back into this. Mm-hmm. You do. You got. We're, we're now at the right age now. of like it's trying okay. to hide when we cry, but we got to go back to ourselves when we were like taking pictures of that shit, pretending we were standing in the rain. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, um, books. Congratulations. Thanks. We are now dressed and ready for our emo ness, and I think it's time for us to get back into the rolls. And would you look at that? I rolled an 18, which is what do we love? It seems like the complete opposite of emo, but it's actually not because we're deep within our, and we know our emotions. So please tell me, what do you love? I can jump in to mine, actually. Um, so my love is something that I've only recently gotten to experience. Uh, I shared last pod that my poor pup was hurt. He, uh, mm-hmm. My poor pup is basically an ancient boy. He has hip dysplasia <laughs> at only one year old. Um, so it's very minor. The vet says we're really on track to not make it a, a big thing, but he had a little boo-boo on his hip and we didn't want to put him in his crate at night because I was worried that like he was laying on it in one angle and not able to stretch and kind of making it a little bit worse. So, and he's a really good boy. He doesn't get into anything. So we're like, you know what? We'll just let him lay out on his bed at night. He'll be fine. If he gets up and lays on the tile uh, or the floor, like everything is fine. Um, so we've been having him sleep out and about and he can kind of come into our room if he wants. And he usually doesn't really bother us. He like we go to bed. He goes to bed. He stays in the living room. Occasionally you'll hear him get up and just move to a different spot and lay down. Um, but last night he decided to be super um, social. But what I really, really love is that my dog now can enter my room and instead of my alarm clock, I get a wake up call by my puppy 
And oh. it's not like a whining wake up call, which is what it used to be. And then you just kind of feel sad, like, oh my goodness, I will save you right now. No, it's his happy little walk in, tail wagging, and a little lick to your face wake up call oh. in oh, the morning. And it's absolutely delightful. And he's just so excited in the morning that even if it's like 40 minutes before your alarm would have gone off, um, you're still just so excited because you get to take this boy and his happy self outside and, you know, take him potty or whatever. And I love that. I love seeing him first thing in the morning. That is so cute. That is literally the best way to wake up. Mm-hmm. It is. It is amazing. Um, sometimes Murdoch does it to me. And um, every day that he does that, it is the best day. It's he a, either does that or he comes in bounding and decides to punch you as hard as he can. <laughs> and land right on your body. Oh, it's so fun. It's like, time to get up. Yeah. Get up, bitch. He doesn't I'll jump on us or anything. But he has what I call happy I don't happy care if it's 530. Like his his oh. walk in the morning is like really oh. prancy and like happy. Mm-hmm. So his little toes are tippy tapping on our wood floors. And he's like, and he comes all excited. And it's just the best thing ever. That's adorable. How cute. Books along the lines of yours. My wove also has to do, of course, with a dog, obviously. What I wove is... Uh, Nelson, our little bad boy. I love that he has pointy ears. I've never had a dog <laughs> with pointy ears before, but to watch all the movements his little ears do is my absolute favorite thing. I didn't know pointy ears can move at the level that they do. Mm-hmm. They're like they can go separate directions, oh and like they make like it's like little satellites making little adjustments to every little noise he hears, and it's my favorite thing. And he can even get them little sideways. Like when he's sleepy, they go sideways, and oh. My God, it like, is the cutest thing. They droop like Dobie. Mm-hmm. They go, yeah, they go sideways. So it's like the saucers are both facing forward and they just kind of like just chill down there. And then when he's all perked up, they're facing outward and he's like listening like a wolf. And it's so, so cool. Cute. I love watching. I can like literally watch these dogs forever. Oh, they're little. Completely entertained. The latest two things. I love watching my dog's little nose twitches when he sleeps and his little paw oh. movements. Like not the full oh, running. The paw movements. He just t- yeah, the little taps twitches. his little, yeah, like paws occasionally. And it's fucking adorable. They're just, I just love dogs so much. They're just, I love them. Um, well, I'm going to go to my love, which is actually not about dogs. <gasps> this is surprising. My little croissants, but you know what it is about? It is about the other type of croissants. Yes, it's about pastries. I do love pastries. Um, <laughs> I love delicious pastries, and not only delicious pastries. I love a surprised little mm-hmm. delicious pastry. So, um, a friend of mine recently just gave us a box of pastries to enjoy. So, for me and the roomies to all have as like a little yummy gift, and it was unexpected. It was just like. These are for you. I thought you'd enjoy them. And there's nothing I love more than a pastry other than a surprise pastry. Because it's a like a surprise free pastry. A surprise yeah. free Ooh. pastry. Because like I think the most unfun part of a pastry is the fact that they do cost a bit. Yeah. And that you when you do go up to purchase a pastry, they're all looking good. And you have to make a decision. You have to like power rank your pastries at that point. And then you're like, I hope I made a right choice. Did I leave my best pastry behind? Mm-hmm. Like all of these mm-hmm. questions come to your mind. So if someone surprises you with pastries, they've already done all the work. They have decided which is the best. And then from there, you get to just enjoy. No you decisions just enjoy. here. Just deliciousness in your tummy of pastries. So I do, I do love the surprise pastry. That is, so I had an old co-worker who, when she was running late, would stop to make this pastry run. There's this big pastry that everybody loved. It was essentially a picture of pizza, and it was just like a giant baked pizza Danish thing. Oh. And whenever she was running late, she would pick that up at the office to be like, I'm late, but I brought this. I'm late because I got this for the office, which so is fucking genius. Also, she was late all the time. There was always a fucking Danish in there, and that was just, it's the best feeling. That's the wow. way to do it, though. That's the way to get out of late, like being late and being hated. Because how, how are you going to be mad? How There's are you going to be mad at someone who just brought you a delicious Danish? Yeah. You can't. You can't, you be, can't mad. be mad. Pastries no. are too powerful. I think the person, actually, the person who did bring me the pastry, the surprise pastries, was late as well. Is this just <laughs> like a, a technique? I, if I'm getting pastries, I will be late. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think yeah. That's, that goes hand in hand. Wow. That's exciting. That's okay. I'm jealous. Right. Well, I, I love... Um, you should because they were so good. <laughs> they were so freaking good. Now that we're in our webs, I think it's time for us to give some points for our webs. Cassie, you brought our good ears, the good boy ears. Um, I'm going to give you 100 points for bringing those good ears. And books. 
you brought um, your boy and his warming, his alarmness. Yes. But a good alarm. Good alarm. His wake up call. Which is a nice little quick little lick, which is adorable. Oh, his little pear powder. I'll give you a good 50 points for doing so good. All right. And again, it's time for us to go back into our in-between rolls. And let's get emo, guys. Hey, I know we already gave points for eyeliner and books is clearly better. I just realized that mine is literally called Jet Black. Does that get me anything? Actually, it doesn't, Cassie. Fuck. Okay. But I do like that you pointed that out. Good job. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Now with your Jet Black eyeliner on, it's time for you to think about your emo team. Mm -hmm. I want you to think of all of the amazing emo bands that you can think of and i want you to draft your best team that you think could fight to the death for you physically fight to the death for me uh yes physically mentally fight to the death are for we you. just like oh God. naming bands one after another or is yeah, there like so an order can... to this so i'm gonna roll a dice to see who goes first but you each are gonna choose a band first and you're gonna get three bands mm-hmm. or well, i'm just gonna give you two bands actually Two oh, bands. Two, okay. bands. two bands to fight for our life? Yes. Fuck. That's all. Because usually a two, band has like about four people in it. So The emo bands are the most sensitive boys. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. They are the ones exactly. who go to the wells to whisper and scream. But I need you to think about the emo girls. Now we're talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's the power. Because that's where I was thinking where the power was coming from. There's the power. Yeah. Because okay. you're right. Emo the girls, emo boys tough as shit. Emo boys cry a lot. But we still cry love them. I mean, they all cry a lot. They all cry a lot and we love them all. But I do think that the emo girls would come with a shiv and murder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's just me. Uh, are you guys ready? Yes. With your first emo band. Ready. All right. Um, all right, Cassie, you're going first. Woo. Cassie, who is your emo band that you're drafting first? Um, I am going to go with... I got to go with Paris. I got to go with my girl, Lynn Gunn. It's mainly, I just want her to be on my team. Mm -hmm. And you know what? She is, she's very shy and sweet when you, in interviews, but I feel like she could still throw down. I don't, I I believe there's a power in her. When I thought about this and doing this draft, I thought my first person would be her as well. Lynn Gunn from Paris. She's so, God, she's so rad. I don't care how rad she is. I feel like she could stab you with a pair of scissors (laughs) instantly. And like murder, and a you whole would kind of be okay with it, life. yeah. Like, and be like, damn, that was hot. Like, it would yeah. be an absolute honor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was Stab cool. me. Stab. I mean, I, that's a great emo thing to say. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well. Okay. So we got Paris over here. Books. All right. Who is, since, who is your draft? Since Paris is no longer on the table, I'm gonna have to go with my girl Haley Williams. We're going with Paramore. Yeah. Uh, you know what? She oh she's got some fight behind her. She started in this industry real young. Like she was a teenager. When she first started, like, making songs. So I feel like she has built up a really tough kind of, like, battle-ready armor just within herself. Because mm-hmm. you don't you don't come into the emo scene as a girl at age, like, 15, 16 and uh, not be tough as shit. So Not be ready to shiv some dudes. Yeah. Not be ready to not sing about some Twilight. <laughs> not get ready to go into the woods and ask sing about for sparkly vampire. vampires <laughs> how do we get here <laughs> i'm just like Haley. Anyway. <laughs> all right so we've drafted our first group of of um mm-hmm. of bands and i think we did very good now you both get one band each left so cassie tell me who else would you draft Okay, the strategic move here is to go to... Now, there is a fucked up side of emo. Yeah. This is where you get, like, your pierce the veils. You get yeah. the ones where the f- people are legitimately, like, bad people yeah. and, like, yeah. fucked. I don't want that, though. Yeah. Okay. What I want to go with is... um, Listen, a day to remember couldn't physically win a fight, <laughs> but they do come with bubbles. Their yeah. concerts are always in bubbles crowd surfing. So I'm going to take my beautiful bubble boys and they won't fight for me, but they will throw me in a bubble. Uh-huh. So I will take my bubble boys, please. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So I was wondering if you're going to go for Pierce the Veil because I was like, <laughs> they have some actual yeah. shit on them right you now. August Burn Reds. You can get some fucked up people. Uh-huh. I don't want them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we got a day to remember in bubbles. I uh-huh. think that's a good choice, Cassie. Thank you. They have a, a I just want me and Lynn Gunn in a bubble. Uh-huh. I feel like Lynn Gunn will immediately come over to their bubbles and pop them. But <laughs> I mean, they're on the same team at least. So yeah. you're okay there. All right. So Haley's team over here. Books, who are you going to add to Paramore? So I am going, I kind of had a similar route uh, as Cassie. I didn't immediately go for the um, 
person who might actually win. But if we lose this battle, I know this band has some kick-ass funeral themed music <laughs> that I feel like is the second. Like if you have not, Play the tune. Uh, Play the tune. <laughs> that Helena is all like, if you've seen that music video, dark as fuck, very uh, organ driven with literal casket out front. So I'm going with my chemical mm. romance. Cause if we lose, we're yeah. going to go out mm. with a banger. So you guys will go out in the most theater way. Yeah. Yes. Like if and honestly, kids doing a whole play, I'm okay with going out. If we go out that way. So guess what? I'm not. Okay. <laughs> like, could you imagine us losing but singing these songs? <laughs> it's all I can imagine. It's it's a dream. Yes. Yeah. These are all like your beautiful walkout songs. <laughs> oh, God. I love this so much. Um, you guys have drafted some very good teams, but only one team can come up top um, when it comes to beating each other to death um, in the death match. Cassie, you did very good. Um, Books, let's see. You also did very good, but one team did come out on top. Um, and... I think it's I think it's the person with the knife. It's Lynn Gunn. It's yeah, Lynn Gunn. A day to remember. She took down Haley Williams. Listen, and that's okay. We're gonna have some organs and pianos playing, and we're yeah. gonna go out. <laughs> when you go out, you fucking go out, and you we're gonna your see candles books. slowly fade as we, you know, <laughs> cross over. <laughs> Literally, they already have a whole music video ready for this. Yes, they, just play it. <laughs> just put it up. God, I all I have is that playing in my mind. Yeah, and then just walking into hot topics. It's like <laughs> I'm feeling it, guys. <laughs> I gotta regret right now. I, I genuinely don't mind losing this because now I'm just planning my funeral with my chemical romance. So yeah, it's so good. I swear to God, if all of us don't die and die to my chemical romance, <laughs> I swear to God, if we don't make a pact right now that we will play my chemical romance <laughs> we're at our funerals, dead. We will not know if this comes like to I fruition. Know. We got to trust our homies to do yeah. this. Oh, each other, we have each other. <laughs> play that one chord. <laughs> well, what if we all go out together? Right. Who plays my chemical romance at our? Funeral Who knows? Room? That this Everyone is our who's one listening request. right now. Yes. You've this heard it our, on this pod. This is our audio will. <laughs> Please play. We don't have many demands, but this is it. This is this is our one demand. All right. And I think it's time for us to roll. And we rolled a 17. And 17 has changed the ending. So, guys, what have you been watching recently? And what's something that you would change about that? Change the ending specifically. All right. So, I'm going to dive right into mine because I know it's going to raise some, like, anger if i uh don't kind of explain it a little bit so i am changing the ending slightly of encanto and i know we all feel strongly about this film because it's brilliant it's nearly perfect but i need the ending of this movie to establish that our main girl mirabelle is not still sleeping in the tiny nursery that she had because she didn't have a door <laughs> and a power. I get it. Her doorknob is on the whole house, so she kind of has the whole house. But where is this girl sleeping? And what the fuck happens when Dolores starts popping out babies? Do they just share Mirabelle's nursery room? Like, I need some closure. This movie needs to end with her opening the door, the stairs like lighting up, and her getting her own room. I do I do agree with this. She does need her own room. But what if her room is still the nursery, but it's like an enhanced version of the nursery? But then establish that, too, because it sucks that she's got this <laughs> tiny little room and everyone else literally has jungles or gardens or awesome, mm-hmm. like, mansion-level bedrooms, and she's got this little bed in a corner in a nursery. To be fair, Bruno has a giant pit. Yeah. So yeah. it could be Sand worse than the, than the nursery. It could yeah. be. But the nursery means anytime baby's born, you're also with She's the on baby. baby. <laughs> yeah. She's with babies. You're on baby duty. She got the babies. I saw on like Twitter that like the the writer or someone or director mm-hmm. was going off on like, yeah, she has her fucking own door. Like, <laughs> you, you didn't you miss fucking you missed that. it. You fucking idiot. No, you her door it. is the front door to the house. I didn't miss anything. I've seen that movie four times. Well, now you ruined it for everyone. Okay. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. Um, I I agree. She does need her own door. She needs she needs her own space. Yeah. Um, I am going into a different realm though. Mine is not going to be in the, as wholesome as Encanto. Uh, for my change the ending, I'm going for the Netflix TV show Emily in Paris. Have both of you watched this? No. Chance? Sorry, which one is it? Emily in Paris. It, are you talking about Emily in Paris? Emily in Paris. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, books. Have you watched this? I, I have not. No, okay. Cassie has watched it, and I have also watched it. And I have not finished it yet. Cassie has. I've seen. I've. 
Season two, some of it, yes. Okay, same, same, same. same. All right. So Emily and Patty, in the very first season, uh, you meet Emily, who is from America and is in Paris uh, for a year for work. And um, one of the first things she notices when she comes to Paris is her next door neighbor, which is an extremely hot fellow. And um, (laughs) a hot fellow. A hot Mm. fellow. And um, immediately they have chemistry and you're like, I know what's going to happen. These two are going to fall for each other. But then things get messy and you find out that um, his name is Gabrielle. Gabrielle has uh, a girlfriend. And not only does Gabrielle have a girlfriend, but this is the one friend that Emily has made Uh, while in Paris. So it's complicated everything. There's already a love triangle here. Um, And I think when we have this situation presented to us, there is obviously one answer and one answer that would make Emily's time in Paris the best time in Paris indeed. And that is obviously have a menage a trois with the Gabrielle, his girlfriend, and Emily. Just like have a three person like thing. Did She's you ever watch Gossip year. Girl? Yeah. No, I did not. From my from my one season of Gossip Girl that I did watch, uh in T V show experience, Menage a Trois, not the way to go. Makes things infinitely worse. Oh really? Yeah. What happened to Gossip Girl? Uh like two best friends and then the current girlfriend all did like a threesome. So Dan and his best friend and then his girlfriend, who was played by Hilary Duff, fun fact, uh, decided oh. to get it on in a threesome. And then from the whole time on, there was just weird sexual attention and everyone was jealous of each other because they were convinced like that the other person had been attracted to the person who they weren't in a relationship with. Okay, so not a threesome, a thruple. Yeah, this yes. is a thriving couple that will last. It, it's got a it's got a timer on it. Yeah, it's yeah. got a year stop clock on it. Yeah. Okay, so, so yeah. for this couple, it's going to be a good year long fun. Oh, gotcha. For so not Emily, just a single. This time. is a good romp. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Good little romp. Good little romp through Paris, and then she has her constant mates mm-hmm. um, just to just have fun with. And then on top of this, because you can't just have you can't just answer this with an obvious you know thruple. Um, you just Emily loves fashion. That's mm-hmm. another thing she loves. So we've got to have Emily accessorize her group, her 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 thruple. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I want Emily and her thruple to be matching at all points, and they to have to have thruple outfits, and that to be one of the main focuses of the show. And she gets a new like fashion something because of her thruple fashion. Huh. I don't there know couples I, that match that are very happy with their matching state. So I'm not sure how thruples would feel about like much constantly. better actually. Like, much better. Much it's better. like a little fit. You're a squad at that point. Oh, there. okay. Squad, and it, feel, squad, it feels squad. better. Yeah. <laughs> at first when you said this, I thought it was going to be um, like, you know, when kids are punished and they have like, this is our get along shirt. It's just a giant mm-hmm. t-shirt with yeah. three holes in it. I thought you were going to have them. I a, honestly did contemplate that. <laughs> it feels I like actually a good think I like thing. that idea better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Just have> them- <laughs> Walk around in their little get along T-shirt. Uh, my change the ending. It is going to have spoilers for a series books. I think. Um, have you finished Star Trek? Starstruck, or are you planning on watching it? I am planning on watching it. I have not finished it, but I'm okay with some spoilers. Are you sure? Yeah, it's going to spoil the end, so you can't take your headphones off. And me and Dougal can should I into should this I shit. take my headphones off? Should it be a surprise? It's, yeah. All right. Yeah. Go for it. It's good. Just wave it's your good. hands. Okay. okay. All right. Dougal. Yes. So starstruck. Yes. For those who don't know, this is about, um, it's a comedy rom-com. Rom-com. It's a rom-com on, uh, no. Uh, on HBO. It's HBO. a rom-com on HBO, but it's a series. Yeah. And it's about, um, so there's this girl who is from New Zealand, but lives in like England or London or something, I think. In and London. Then, uh, and then um, she works at just like a movie theater and she runs into a, um, she kind of starts dating on and off um, a movie star. And so the whole thing is, you know, there's this dynamic of like, can a regular person be with a movie star and all this. And at the end, you know, like, so they're on and off. They never really get to be in a relationship because of a whole bunch of, um, I don't know, mis- not really misconnections, miscommunications and other problems mm-hmm. that come up, you know, rom-com style. And um, at the end, you know, she's like, I want to go home back to New Zealand. I'm homesick. And everyone's like, that's going to be sad. You're so cool. My life's going to suck without you. And like, she's amazing. So yes, it will. And then he comes up literally the night before. And he's like, I want to fucking be with you, essentially. And then you think she's going to stay strong and then still go to New Zealand. Because she's on her way. She's like on the taxi and everything to go to the airport. 
And then last minute, she just like doesn't get off the bus for her thing. So uh, this is what I'm going to change because this is bullshit. She obviously still should have went to New Zealand. This dude is a movie star. He can come to you. Still go to your family. If you want to go home to New Zealand, fucking live your life and let the movie star come to you. Is bullshit that she like till the last minute was like, actually, no, I will change my plans for this fuck face. Wow. Oh, that's very strong. I felt completely opposite of you. I was like, oh, I love this. Oh, bullshit. Oh, <laughs> I love this show. Because they could still, they could do, either way, it's a long distance thing. Because yeah. he's a half, he's always around the world. So but might as well make him come to New Zealand for her. Her thing, her thing was he was going to Ireland for a shoot. And he wanted her to come with her. Come with him. Mm-hmm. And... And, and the shoot would be a couple months. They yeah. can wait a couple months and he can fucking make his way on over or, and then take her on a trip where he doesn't uh, have to share the time where he's working on a movie and they can just do an Ireland trip together on their own Z's. Okay, but also free Ireland trip, I would do it, number one. Number two, after that, go back to New Zealand and then like go back, you miss your family, go see your family and, t- and then tell them, be like, hey, yeah, no, now. No, because then you bent to him. Oh. at the first place you gotta make that stand oh. you gotta be like no you could come to me and then also yes pay for me to go back to ireland on a trip when you're not working i think it's just pay for me for an ireland trip is what oh for doing. sure for sure that's agreed no matter what pay for the ireland trip no matter what give me a free ireland trip <laughs> and, and books it's you're good to come back all right guys i think that was very good i'm gonna give you guys some points real quick uh cassie i don't feel like i did agree with you so uh, i'm gonna give you 25 points god i'm so- I did not agree That's with you. A, do you not believe in like women? I I guess I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. I don't. <laughs> I don't actually believe in women. <laughs> I think they're fake. <laughs> women not don't exist. <laughs> Definitely. They're a myth. I not don't believe true. in them. Books. You brought something too. In- Encanto. Uh, yes. You were like, get her a fucking door. <laughs> she needs a room. Girl <laughs> needs some space. They took it away in Monsters, Inc. I'm going to give you 50 points for giving Maribel a door. Uh, and I think it's time for our last in-betweener. I need you guys to tell me, just name something embarrassing that you did while an emo song was playing. Can you think of, number one, the thing that happened? Number two, the song that was playing? So I... <coughs> died. <coughs> I died. R.I.P. Bury her. <laughs> <laughs> wow um i'll i'll go i guess (laughs) sure okay um (laughs) sorry she's just fucking dying um okay i was headbanging to an emo song which happened to be um 30 seconds to mars from yesterday Mm -hmm. god it took a long time to get that Uh, 30 seconds to Mars uh, from yesterday, which is Jared Leto when he was actually good before he was a weird actor. Mm. Um, I was a huge 30 seconds to Mars fan, so I would headbang in my car. And uh, one time we were in the movie theater parking lot. I was picking up my friends and I could drive. We were headbanging and a car was coming towards me as I was headbanging. And I didn't think to stop headbanging. And I couldn't figure out how to stop my car while also headbanging. So I slowly came and almost crashed my car um, <laughs> while headbanging to, from yesterday. A 30 Seconds Mars song, which I don't think does have any headbanging moments. But did you stay on beat? No. God damn. damn. <laughs> Look at me. No. Was there... So did the person stop? Because you... So you were driving? I was driving, but slowly. And in a headbanging like a motherfucker. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. As you do, it's proper. Yes. And this per- did this person just swerve out of the way? He was like, oh, she's deep in a moment. She's I, clearly listening to 30 <laughs> Seconds to Mars. I eventually slowly swerved to the opposite side so they could pass me. But it was like a very much of I then had to slam on the, the brakes. Which just enhanced the headbanging. Exactly. It just made it more pop And then screamed at the same time. Lots of screaming was involved. <laughs> also very fitting, though. Yes. Like, Uh, it works. I remember um, in college, we used to have a trolley system to help us get around because our campuses were separated. (coughs) So we had adorable little trolleys. But a lot of times, they took forever to get to you. So I remember there was one class and um, I was... uh, I had it with a friend. So they were like, 
I was like, dude, we're going to be late. Like, I'm going to go. I'm just going to skate to class. I know I can beat. I can like beat this trolley. And he was like, he was like, there's no fucking way. I'm going to wait here for the trolley. And I was like, okay, watch how much of a fucking fool you are. And I skated off. And at this point, um, by the time I made it to the end of the parking lot, I ate shit. And before, you know, I need to pump up music. So before uh-huh. I went to my good, my chemical romance, you know, I put black parade on. Uh-huh. And by the time I made it to the end of the fucking parking lot. I ate shit. And as I ate shit and I watched my little skateboard roll away and he was like, when I was a young boy, the fucking trolley passed me. <laughs> no. And it was just like, I, I wanted to give up in that moment. I wanted to just give up. Did the drum beat like at all, like give you any sort of like, you can get motivation. You got, you got eventually, but I did have to sit there for a long time with my emotions on the ground. And watch, I just kind of watched how far my bar board would yeah. roll. It rolled, you know, there was nothing stopping it until it hit the wheels of a car. So it rolled quite a while. <laughs> oh, Cassie. At which point, the trolley did, like, it was the time it was perfectly where the trolley could see me eat shit. Yeah. When I came in there, I had a little boo-boo on my, like, my jeans were all tore up and everything. And he was like, hey, um, so you saw you eat shit? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Just a PSA for everyone out there. When you see someone eat shit, don't comment on it. Like, I've eaten <laughs> shit before, and I've had a person, like, hours later, hey, you were the one who took a spill earlier. I'm like, no, we forget it. It didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> the worst like it's because i trash talked before yeah in the class we went to we were all pretty much friends and it was very casual so when i came in he was like you know he was already sitting there and he was like oh everybody look at her knee <laughs> <Fuck off. laughs> was that bread huh was that bread no it was it was the astronomy class it was oh. matt oh. oh it was matt okay. yeah <laughs> um so my my embarrassing moment uh happened actually probably the last concert i went to before the pandemic i want to say which was a mariana's trench concert um mm. and it was a real great concert we got to like do a meet and greet with the band too it was a lot of fun Lit. and um we're in the middle of the show having a real good time we managed to get like because it there's no like reserved seating at those concerts it's like everyone just kind of first come first serve but we were right up front like right up front just jamming along and it was for their new at the time album phantoms and the song echoes of you came on um which has just got like a nice beat to it and everything and everyone's jumping around and i am jamming for the first 10 seconds of the song and then all of a sudden i'm not jamming because the room is going black and i'm about to like just pass out um and i didn't even have time to tell nick who was there with me uh, like what was going to happen. I just knew that if I fainted in that area, it was going to be very embarrassing. So I stumbled to the bar, which was only about 10 feet from us and kind of slumped and passed out on their countertop uh, with wow. like, my head leaning over. And like the bartender was kind enough to just push a glass of water towards me. Hell I don't yeah. know if she thought I was drunk passing out. I was not. I was sober as shit. Um, but I was just, I don't know, locked my knees. I'm not sure what happened. Um, but it did get to the point where the security guard came over and had me sit in the VIP section. Um, so I got to chill. So that was a come up because I got these like special seats in the VIP section. The downside was Nick had no idea where I disappeared to, why I lurched off. And he's just frantically texting me like, what the hell is going on? I also don't want to like leave our front row standing room. (laughs) (laughs) So is this like an emergency? Mm -hmm. And I told him no stay. And I sat and I uh, recovered a little bit and then went back out. But it was very embarrassing to just and also just sad to like have to leave and then i had to elbow my way back through to get to him and like shout the worst part through the concert being like sorry your girl passed out on the bar top over there i am proud of you for pushing your way back to it though that is a boldness that i would not have had yeah yeah at that point it's like i just stayed in vip yeah staying in vip is it same that's what i would do but um you guys we did very good today thanks for being emo with me but i think we have to do one last thing what has made you raw xd recently I knew there was going to be a transition. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I didn't expect that one. I should have seen it coming. Rar XD. Um, What made me Rar XD? (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like some bad part of a code or something. (laughs) Rar XD so excitedly. Um, My, we, um, 
over the weekend, I took the dogs to a official dog park, a big old dog park, which um, I haven't done with both of the boys because, um, you know, they have their own little things. And listen I was like, them. listen to them right listen now. Listen to them. Listen yeah. to this. I was like, I'm going to bring this energy to a dog park. They're going to get murdered by other dogs. Um, but it ended up going really well. We got there early, so they were able to get their little anxious energy out by themselves and then got introduced to dogs as they came. And they did really good and had a lot of fun and ran their little hearts out. That is a success. That's uh, a huge success. It's a very big one. My success does have something small to do with my puppers. And that is, so one of the like actually extra parts of our wedding, which happened months ago, was that we hired a wedding painter. I think I've mentioned it on the show before. And she like live painted our first dance, which is dope which as hell. Which is so cool. When she took it back to like the studio to clean up some areas and everything, we also asked her to paint in our puppy and we have finally seen our painting in full and my puppy is in it looking beautiful it almost like takes away from our wedding and i'm okay with that like you don't know who your eye is drawn more to my dog or us dancing and that's exactly how i wanted it to be so this is an absolute win it looks so good it's so rad i do recommend if you can make that happen wedding painter is very fun have them paint in your dog as well it's very cool. It's honestly amazing. And little Watson in there, fantastic. Little big Watson. He's, he's um, very big. She got the scaling right, though. I did have to send her a lot of photos, and I, she was like, can you like put him next to an object I would recognize the size of? And I was like, "Can I can do that. Oh. Yes. Yes. Of course I can. He stands next to me. Um, wow, that's pretty cool. Um, my success also has to do with the fact that I am getting married in less than 90 days. So that means I can book my ceremony. So I did that. So that's my big success is check done. Done. It's a big step. It's, it's going to happen. It's less than 90 days. I'm so excited. (laughs) That's wild. It's uh, actually wild. (laughs) Uh, The more I think about it, like I got to get some stuff together with my life for yeah. this and i'm very excited but i'm also like man that's not a lot of time i gotta get my shit together yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah i know uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> same bro same uh-huh um but yeah those are some great successes guys and i think i think it's time for us to go over some points guys <laughs> <laughs> let's do it okay at the bottom of the leaderboard with eighty one thousand nine hundred and fifteen points is going to be cassie in the middle of the leaderboard with eighty four thousand six hundred and eight points is books and at the top of the leaderboard with eighty four thousand nine hundred ninety five points is me guys we did very good today mm-hmm. um thank you for rar xd'ing with me and for just being emo and going back in the past um i don't have 225 dollars right now but um i hope i do in time to buy those tickets because we should all meet up in vegas and and rar xd together rar xd i just say it three times <laughs> <laughs> or else there's a curse yeah or yes. else there's a curse so thank you um you know what else would make me really happy aside from this concert if you wrote a nice glowing review for us on um, either Spotify, which is new, or Apple Podcasts, if you wrote us a five-star review, we will send you over a glowing paradise for your glowing review. Oh, my God. Um, we appreciate you doing that. It really helps us out as a small little pod. Um, and we send you small little dice for us from our small little pod. Um, if you can help us out in a bigger way, which is like with actual Moonet, um, maybe we can go to this concert because we have $225 Moonet. Um, you can go over to patreon.com slash natural twenties, send us over that Moonet and, and then maybe we can see a concert. That'd be really fun or purchase like actual stuff for this podcast. You know, it should be noted. We, we will not use the money to go to concerts. We will, we will not as much as we would like, we will use it for but the better this podcast. We will stop using our personal money to better the podcast and therefore our personal money can go towards concert concert there we go she said it all and then we could talk to you about uh, that concert which we're gonna die at because we're so happy i thought it was because we're old and that's like 12 hours is a long time (laughs) if you if you could tell i did stutter a lot because i was thinking about black parade again and how helena that one Mm -hmm. thing how we all get taken off in caskets and i mean that would be kind of cool at the same time um you should go over to our socials at unnatural 20s at instagram facebook and twitter check us out over there follow us communicate with me and stop communicating with me with echolocation it's really hurting my head um instead you should use one of the other forms of social media because it's much easier to understand rather than echolocation the bats are really getting for us they really like us but i can't understand what they're saying 
So get over to the socials and tell us what you're saying. Bats. Thank you. Speaking of bats, what's it, what, what do you catch bats with? A net. Why don't we go over and think Scavsnet, who we're, we're a part of. <laughs> we're so, so proud. Good. We're so proud to be a part of Scavengers Network. You can find great shows like ours and side character quests. I don't think there's any bats in that podcast. Not that I remember, but Ty. Mm-hmm. There's probably at least one bat. Ty, if there's Maybe. no bats, you got to bring at least one bat in there. Um, but what it is, it's mini bite-sized quests or... Uh, that you can listen to so you can listen to one character's quest one arc or you can put everything together into a giant little puzzle piece giant little puzzle piece (laughs) which makes a whole overarching adventure it's a lot of fun um i was recently on the halloween episode you can check back the previous halloween episode i was on that or you can just check out um let's see tambleton had an arc recently it was very good it's a long arc and it's a lot of fun um that was played by mason he's fantastic Ty is a DM. They're really good. You should go over and check out Side Character Quest. You can find that show, our show, and a bunch of other shows on scavengersnetwork.com. Thank you for rolling with us. Catch you with a new You need a roll for a next DM. Maybe we should not do that. Maybe. <laughs> we should. Hold on before you catch us. Uh-huh. Hold on. Catch these ooh, rolls ooh. real quick. Catch us <laughs> with catch. Let's see who's going to be the... Okay, Cassie, you got a 19. Ooh, and books, you got a 6. Uh, catch Cassie next week with a new adventure on Monday. Yeah.